Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company, fourth and final hour underway on this Thursday morning. Nick, Don, and Greg, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. This segment brought to you by Wawa, where they have the pizza. Get $5 off pizza when you order in the Wawa app or on your favorite delivery app. Starting at 4 p.m., it's pizza because you got to have a Wawa. 855-839-1210 to climb in. Our buddy Sean Farash joining us coming up in a couple of moments. Our morning mystery movie clip at 920 as well as what's on the cut sheet part due at the bottom of the hour. Uh, also still ahead, and uh, we might get to this shortly, uh, the New Hampshire Republican presidential primary. Some of the polling numbers kind of running counter to this narrative out there that Nikki Haley is within striking distance of Trump in New Hampshire, all based and predicated on this Chris Sununu endorsement, and also uh, some of the media trying to uh, highlight how, well, Trump is now advertising on MSNBC in New Hampshire to slow Nikki Haley's momentum. Uh, I mean, uh, that's obviously true, but I, I don't think it's a major concern. We'll get to those stories as we continue. Uh, before we get to Sean, though, uh, let me grab Ken, who is in Percocy, and he's uh, he's got a recommendation. I'm thinking this is something to do with hunting or venison, but I, I'm not sure. Ken, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. How you doing? We're doing good, Ken. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, what you want to do is Google Wild Fork. It's located in Horsham. I've been getting they tweets about it. that for the last 10 minutes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's legit. It, they've got everything from venison, elk, quail, you name it. Yep. Um, great place to go. Uh, that's definitely, if you want it, that's where you need to go to get the venison. Generally gen- generally, other- generally speaking, Ken, what, what does a pound cost these days for venison? I mean, I, I was just at the grocery store. Like, ribeyes and strip steaks oh, are like, almost $30 a pound. Yeah, you're, 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 you're over, in some cases, $25 a pound. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Hey, one other comment, and then I'll let you guys go. I uh, I work in the Lehigh Valley, mm-hmm. and I happen to be one of those lucky people last week that, you know, Biden came into Emmaus. Yep. I can tell you right now, I was I walked up, because I had no clue what was going on, walked up to the barricades, uh, and I said, what's going on, everybody? And they're, oh, well, Biden's in there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I said, where the heck is everybody? There's nobody there for Joe. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you were able to walk up to where they had the barricades at, and there was little to no people. In fact, there was one guy who came home from work and he was so pissed off that the Secret Service wouldn't let him into his house. Wow. Um, and he had to wait about two and a half hours. But I'm just saying... If you're hearing that there were tons of people, there were not tons of people there. Yeah, and I, from the people that were there, and thank you much, uh, so much, Ken, for the call and the recommendation, uh, there were some, we talked about this on Monday with Bruno on MLK Junior Day, there were chants in Allentown when he went to the bike store of Go Home Joe. Um, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> I couldn't find them on uh, on social media, so nobody recorded it. But the New York Post had the story of chance of go home Joe <laughs> in Allentown. Funny. And you know, speaking of Joe, and always oh, coming back to Pennsylvania, I will say this: yeah, even uh, on what was it uh, Friday, January fifth, when he was in Bluebell. Remember how I was saying I was anticipating 
all of this traffic nightmare. When I left here at 10 o'clock, now I know he didn't speak until later mid-afternoon, mm-hmm. 2, 3 o'clock. I had no issues getting home that day. And then I even, after I got up from, from my nap, it was like 145. I, I ran to um, uh, this little grocery store um, called McCaffrey's. And it's only, that has to be no less than a half mile from Montgomery County Community College. And this was at 145. And there was no backup of traffic. There was no closed roads. We were well within an hour and a half of his speech. I've got to imagine that he was probably on site or pretty close in route. And you would not know that the president of the United States was was rolling through the Calvin Skipback Pike in Bluebell. Well, and that goes the point to your point about being inside MCC. Think about it. Now they control it. It's an auditorium. They make it look packed. Just like back in the day, remember they said, oh, well, for these outdoor drive-in rallies, uh, everybody has to be six feet apart for everything because they always have to make it look like, oh, it's a, it's a full event. And so maybe part of that whole, oh, the weather is bad when it was raining on Saturday on January 6th, yep. maybe part of that to your point is that if you're in, you know, Valley Forge National Park at a big venue, you would expect that, hey, they can welcome in thousands of people. How come only like, you know, 55 people show up? Mm-hmm. Not a good look. Right, right. And, you know, obviously there's going to be people out there that talk about how unpopular he is, which is true. The polling is reflective of it. Um, but again, you know, you just have these people that exist that will not show up publicly. There's no hoopla. There's no fanfare. It's not the same thing like when Trump's motorcade rolls through. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the quiet voting majority, probably for Democrats. Where yeah, where they're not ex- they're not um, you know excited or ecstatic about Joe. But come election day, they will still vote for him because of the alternative option in their warped mind of you know point of view, the way they think. So. Um, very interesting. By, By the way, way, Biden's speaking at two fifteen today, just oh. to, on Bidenomics. Where? I bl- I I assume from back I, in Pennsylvania again. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I assume from uh, the White House. Uh-huh. Holding a new, he's holding a news conference, and it's but. gonna the subject's gonna. Here's what you got to do. Again, you know, this is where Democrats and that you know that are strategy experts. You got to ditch the Bidenomics thing, dude. Nobody buys it. Yeah, it's. I agree with you. you know, Talk I, about backfiring. You tried yeah. to do a play on words. You thought you were cute. You thought it was clever. You know, it, it, it would carry a little substance if the economy was thriving. I would bag that whole concept. Uh, by the way, Mangamush on YouTube chat uh, talking about venison. He says uh, the venison is is the cost of a bullet in labor. <laughs> <laughs> well said. I have like I have like nine deer that live behind my house, so yeah, you just come on over and yeah, yeah. All right, they're there every morning. I told my wife that I'm going to, I'm not going to hit a deer on the way to work. I'm going to hit a deer in our driveway yeah. because they're you know the time we leave. Yeah, they're, they're always out. They're always out. Pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, I'm over there. I'm in the yard. Like, yo, get out! And I I'm banging something. They they look and they'll go. Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. They they literally have an attitude. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, they're, they're not like, like Bambi. <laughs> no, they're not scared. You send Buddy Boy out there and cause hell. Yeah, he'll bark at them, and they just look at him and <laughs> they make this noise. Yeah, they don't care it's about like, Buddy oh, I'll be disres- I'm like the sportscaster. I'm disrespected. Yeah, I'm demeaned. I know. By I a deer. 
All right. A uh, couple of things here on the New Hampshire front. We're only four days away. And, you know, we did the big take this morning. If you missed it, I talked about DeSantis and how he should drop out, make this a two-person race. You know, Nikki should be done by, uh, you know, Super Tuesday. Um, and the reason DeSantis should drop is there's no path. He's going to finish third in New Hampshire. He's going to finish third in South Carolina, uh, despite the fact that he finished you know, second in Iowa. But Donald Trump is now advertising on MSNBC in New Hampshire. Uh, this is from uh, Semaphore. Donald Trump's campaign is buying attack ads now uh, geared towards Nikki Haley. And they are airing and running on MSNBC, which is fascinating. I actually have seen a few Joe Biden ads on Fox News. So I guess that all is the, that's the rule. You can't reject at political ads on, on stations. I think there's some sort of rule. There is. Technically with radio yeah. as well. Yes, there is. You would know that. But they're going to take the money. Right. They're not going to. The truth is. Oh, yeah, it's the rule. That's it. No, right. they're going to take the money. You're always going to take the money. Money talks. So he's doing that. And, uh, you know, you can sit there, and I'm sure there's plenty of people within the Trump campaign or super PACs and things of that nature that look at data and says it's worth investing X to do this. So I, I, I totally understand that. But um, let's – and we've ripped polls many times on this show. But for the most part, the Iowa polls, uh, whether it's the Des Moines Register or any other one, was – Pretty close to being accurate. They, you know, had Trump around 48%. He ended up being at 51. You know, they missed on Nikki and Ron. You know, Nikki was supposed to be around 20. She was at 16. DeSantis was around 16. He ended up at 21. But for the most part, they were relatively close. And I'm looking at all of the real clear polling averages for New Hampshire with Trump and Nikki. And I just wonder if it's really even worth focusing hardcore Trump financially with attack ads against Nikki Haley, because I'm looking at the real clear politics average. Trump is up 13.3% on uh, Nikki Haley. Then you have these other ones, and these are going through January back into December. Uh, The St. Anselm poll, Trump is up 14. The Boston Globe Suffolk poll, Trump is up 16 in New Hampshire. WHDH-TV Emerson poll, Trump up 16. Now, on the CNN poll, he's only up 7 points. Then you have uh, some of these other ones, and they go all the way back from January 8th all the way down to, my God, November. And there's times where it fluctuates where Trump's at 13, and I'm working from January 4th back into 2023. So going backwards, Trump was up 13, 14, 16, 16, 14, 7, 20, 14, 30, 15, 27, 22, 28. So as you go back, yes, correct. (laughs) Uh, So as you go back towards Thanksgiving and um, into Halloween, he had 25, 30 point leads and it's it's gone down a little bit. But I, I don't get the, like, and I know you've, Don, you've mentioned this, the, the Chris Sununu factor. I mean, I think it's enough of a factor that Nikki ends up beating DeSantis in New Hampshire. I don't think it's going to equate and materialize to anything when we're talking about Nikki's agenda of trying to, you know, make this, as she said on Monday night, uh, this is now a two-horse race, and it's down to the two of us, DeSantis, even though I finished in third, you're done because you have no path. I don't envision any scenario where we emerge next Monday night after New Hampshire, and we're like, wow, Nikki really was, you know, she was in single, it was super, super close, because Vivek has suspended his campaign. The Vivek support of 7.7% in Iowa 
That's not going to Nikki Haley. That's going to Donald Trump now, You would, I would assume. I can't imagine it goes to Nikki. Maybe a sliver would go to DeSantis, but probably goes to Trump because they're very similar with their presentation and their policy. But Trump spending money in New Hampshire against Nikki on MSNBC, smart move, desperate move, concerned move. What does that indicate? I don't think it's necessary. But then again, I'm not sitting there telling you how to spend your money or telling super PACs what to do either. Well, I think that she, you know, we talked about this after Iowa, that even though Ron DeSantis did a couple percentage points better than her, she's the one with the momentum and energy. So I think she's playing off of that. And it's a fundraise. It's also about the money. And so if you look at the money, she's brought in more money after being energized. And so there's a piece of that where she's like, hey, you can't take any of these for granted. So if she all all she has to do is do better than expected. Mm -hmm. And then she she's still relevant. She's still in the game. But at some point, it's the race for a for a number two that's that's being clobbered. Right. So at what point do you, you know, do you say. Hey, I'm throwing in the hat. Right. And and then you look at some of the money where Nikki Haley's getting her money from endorsement wise, or not endorsement wise, but you know, being bankrolled, so to speak. She's backed by Democrat mega donor Reed Hoffman, who's the one really kind of funding her campaign with, you know, many people that are in the know that are deep into the uh you know, the weeds on this say that he's got an unlimited amount of money. He's also the same man that's funding the lawsuits against Donald Trump. So you have Nikki Haley being basically bankrolled by a Democrat. We and we had that fun piece that we posted yesterday on YouTube where uh the artificial intelligence Trump posted the picture on Instagram. <laughs> Nikki Haley and Hillary Clinton merged together in a photo yep. and it became Hillary. Yep. So you have like this is and I think this is another reason why many Trump supporters want nothing to do with Nikki, not even as VP. Um, because she's backed by a Democrat. She grew up, she was somebody that was inspired politically by Hillary Clinton to get into the political game. And this Reed Hoffman character not only is financing her, but he's the one financing a lot of the legal stuff going after Trump. This is where I think Vivek was very accurate when he said Nikki Haley's the Trojan horse. Pay attention to what's going on here. There's a reason why she's propped up by mainstream media. And it may be propped up is the wrong word. She doesn't get the same vitriol attack that DeSantis or Trump or even a Ramaswamy gets. The only two that were ever given a nice landing was Christy and Haley. Here's what it is, and I don't mean to burst people's bubbles, but the, the, the real truth behind this is that this is a media, Nikki Haley is a media creation. I will agree with that. But the media is creating it because they're dying for some sort of a horse race, because they need something to discuss and talk about. They need it to be like, well, you know, look, she. you have to watch for the next week or two because... Uh, New Hampshire's coming up, and she could win New Hampshire, and this, and if she wins New Hampshire, that could change the trajectory of of the. It's not going to change anything, even if she wins New Hampshire, and that's a huge if. I just think that the media is dying to make it a competitive race because they need content. When you say when you say though creation of the media, are you saying from a buzz standpoint? Because I want to be fair to Nikki Haley in this regard. 
She's an accomplished, successful politician. I mean, yeah. you're talking about a two-time governor of South sure. Carolina. I mean, she's not somebody. I'm not taking away her credentials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, it just seems to me that you know, yes, she. You know what the problem is? She could. I mean, I and I've said this for about two weeks now. I think Trump, Biden, and DeSantis could all beat um, Trump, DeSantis, and Haley could all beat Biden. But you look at you know, Nikki. I said this about DeSantis this morning. There's no shame in losing to Trump. So, you know, like, we sit here and we, we mock Nikki Haley or whatever, or we don't like Nikki Haley's stance on this or that or the other thing. Keep in mind, she's, you know, it's the same thing as applicable to her that is to DeSantis. You're running against a juggernaut. You're running against well, a guy who's had a dominant, a dominant stranglehold for a decade almost on this party. It's not an indictment against her. Before she kind of took took off there, they they were put, everybody put their, uh, their, things in the basket of Ron DeSantis. I couldn't think of the word there. But mm. you know what I mean? Like everybody's like, well, Ron DeSantis is gonna be the guy. He's gonna be the guy to be Trump. This is this yeah. is gonna happen. And then he comes out and he stumbles and he wears boots and he says mustard yeah. and he smiles awkwardly and he's just uh, she's he's just awkward. <laughs> and they're like, well Guys, we need something else. Nikki right. Haley, she'll right. be the next savior for uh, our sagging race. And she's had countless misfires as well. Yeah. I mean, there's three that come to my mind right off the top of my head. Her um, free speech stance on social media demanding your identity, that did not sit well with people. She got totally owned by Vivek on the, you couldn't name three mm-hmm. territories in Ukraine. Uh, that made her look bad. And then the most recent gaffe was her failure to admit that slavery was a part of the Civil War. Like, so she has absolutely shot herself in the foot on uh, countless occasions. So I, I agree. And, and look, I'm not, I'm not a Nikki Haley fan. I've been on record saying that. I, I, I just, I, I'm not. That being said is that I don't think it's this, I don't think it's this creation to like keep Trump down. I think it is be- because really she's no threat to him. So I think it's a creation by the media to keep people interested in what they're talking about. Yep. Because cable news, Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, they need to keep viewers. So, uh, you know, how do you do that? You create these narratives where it's like, well, look, it's getting close here. We don't know what's going to happen in New Hampshire. We'll get- we're guilty of it. To here, yep. so so like yep. I I understand the thinking behind it of of let's you know keep her out there yeah because it's it's an interesting storyline yeah so New Hampshire I mean you look at these just to throw out some numbers for mm-hmm. you guys yeah Boston Globe they had some interesting numbers but I mean in all of these Trump is above fifty so even though Haley um, is what you know thirty six thirty eight mm-hmm. he's still way ahead there's no shot she's there's no shot no. come monday night when the results come in assuming they have a monday night that she's in single digits with beat with trailing trump mm-hmm. it's it's there's no there's i just cannot envision a scenario um i'd have to look at what the delegates are and stuff like that because i know we talked about that as well with the the results um i'm not saying trump's gonna uh sweep uh 98 out of 99 counties or anything like he did in iowa but i still expect a relatively decisive victory in new hampshire chris sununu i mean let's be honest what does the governor endorsement get you what did it get DeSantis in iowa with one, kim reynolds one vote one vote that person yeah and and you have to just assume that that person is going to vote for you yes the all uh, that's all endorsements get you is right. one vote yeah so there's a new new in new hampshire yeah. there's really nobody uh 
that has their mind changed by, well, uh, Joe Blow has in or has has endorsed it. This is a game changer. Mm-hmm. It's it's just not. It, yeah, it doesn't work like that. I agree. It's also weird, and you talked a little bit. We talked a little bit about Democrats, but it is weird that Joe Biden, because he gets embarrassed and he was embarrassed with Iowa and whatever, so he wants South Carolina to be first. So now he's not not on the ballot. That that's a whole weird thing this year that we should point out that we've never that's historic we've never really seen that before mm-hmm. um and so for democrats i think that's part of the reason that they're like we want to be involved in all this too you you talked yesterday about how they had to print ex- you know they're trying to vote yeah. in the different they were short they ran out of paper <laughs> in iowa and now they want to be involved in new hampshire mm-hmm. so in new hampshire they're a, they're a little bit more like austin pennsylvania uh they but they they have so you have to be designated as an independent and then up until kind of the almost the last minute in New Hampshire if you're designated as an independent by a certain date you can go both ways you can choose mm. and that but then you do have to designate and say okay gotcha. um so every state's obviously different but that i thought that was kind of interesting as far as New Hampshire goes so we'll see because we heard that the democrats are trying to tip this and go toward Nikki Haley right all right, nine twenty-two on this Thursday morning. Let's get to our morning mystery movie clip. And now the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. I suppose people usually want cute pets. Why would you go on such a hideous one? I am hideous. You are horrifying to look at. Yes. Huh. But that's a good thing. Oh? When you're ugly and someone loves you, you know they love you for who you are. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Beautiful people never know who to trust. Well, then I'm certainly grateful to be ugly. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210 and you could win this great prize. Once again today, a digital movie download for Next Goal wins. Michael Fassbender stars in this hilarious and heartwarming, heartwarming, feel-good underdog comedy based on a true story by Academy Award-winning filmmaker Taika Waititi. Yes, Taika Waititi. Very good. Waititi. Score big by adding Next Goal wins to your movie collection today. Buy it now on digital. Own it on Blu-ray, February 27th. Caller 12-855-839-1210. Did you hear that, Don? Watiti. 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 Yes. Okay. Titi. Say that ten times fast. That's what we were saying about the guy in the background of Dick Morris in that video. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I couldn't resist. Throw back to yesterday's show, by the way. (laughs) If you missed it, that's on you. Go back and get it. Yeah. That's why we give you the Odyssey app. Exactly. All right. We'll get our winner when we come back. And then cut sheet part due. Uh, Also, have to rip Howard the hypocrite. Details when we continue next. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company, Thursday morning. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. 855-839-1210 is how you climb in. Get us on the free Odyssey app, social media at 1210 WPHT. And of course, watch us on YouTube. Let's see if we have our winner for our morning mystery movie clip. We have Mario in National Park, New Jersey. 
Mario, good morning. How are you? And uh, what movie clip did we just play for you, buddy? That is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That's yeah, correct, sir. Buddy. Congratulations. Mario. You got Thanks yourself much, the download for the movie. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. We appreciate you listening and playing. Uh, so quick programming note. Uh, Sean, unable to join us. We were unable to connect with him today. Aww. Hopefully we can reschedule for tomorrow and uh, wrap up a Friday show. I mean, I mean let's be honest. The 9 o'clock hour on Friday always turns into a disaster anyway. <laughs> so, you know, who better to do that than with Absolutely. a guy imi- imitating so Donald funny. Trump? Absolutely. So hopefully, I'll, if we can get Sean tomorrow, I'll let everybody know, and we will uh, reschedule with Mr. Farage. Stuff happens. Bolts fall out. It's an imperfect world. Yeah, that's Bolts right, Bender. Bolts fall out. Yep. The next screw that falls out is going to be you, Bender. Yep. By the way, can we get a breakfast? I mean, we've 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 aired um, every Adam Sandler movie fourteen times on the Morning mm-hmm. Mystery movie clip. Can we get a Breakfast Club one day, and not tomorrow? Like you know, maybe three weeks from now, when people have forgotten what I'm ranting about right now, that would be really cool because be the Breakfast Club's a great movie. All right, um, one thing before we get to the cut sheet, I've got a. This is a great. Uh, this is unbelievable. I got a rip. What? I got a rip, Howard Stern. I am woke, motherfucker, and I love it. Yeah. Well, you're a fraud. So here's the deal. Like, Kale and Company, The Dawn Show, Dom, Rich, this station, we make our money through advertising with commercials. Yep. On satellite radio, to my knowledge at this day and age, they still don't use commercials. Now, I don't know why you would ever pay for satellite radio. I know some people get it for free or new cars, a special offer, 12 months free, whatever it is. But Howard Stern, and this is a story that actually is not going to go away anytime soon. Well, people are still ranting and raving about the NFL playoff last Saturday, the wild card game between Kansas City and Miami being on Peacock, which you have to pay five ninety nine a month for or whatever it is to stream. So Howard Stern is going off on his show saying that he and his staff are very irked by the fact that you have to go behind a paywall to watch (laughs) sports content. And none of them were happy about it. Now, mind you, they complained about this while broadcasting exclusively on satellite radio, which sits behind a paywall. (laughs) I mean, you talk about the ultimate hypocrisy. That guy is making millions upon millions of dollars. Based on the sole fact, you know, again, because I, I and satellite's been around for what close to twenty years now, and and I remember way back in the day when it first started, like it wasn't built into your car radio. You had those little adapters that you would stick on the dashboard. Yes, remember those? Yes, and there was no commercials. Now maybe they do some commercials, but that, to my knowledge, they don't. So he is his whole existence on that platform is predicated on people that are so desperate to hear him still. They, you know, back in the day when he was on, you know, uh, YSP or whatever, you know, you got it for for, for free, mm-hmm. so to speak. And now these people pay for it, and he's on what six months out of the year, three days a week, and or whatever week. he does, and he's on there complaining about it. That's I mean, you talk about tone deaf, hypocrisy. Man. That really is. So, figured we would point that out. The uh, the big lead with the story uh, of Howard Stern griping about the uh, the paywalls of Peacock. Well, get used to it, folks. I'm telling you. That that's not going away. And Stalker, you said it last week or two weeks ago. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when that the Super Bowl will be on a pay per view basis. I mean, fifty million people, a hundred million people watching it. One hundred percent. And on top of it, they'll probably still air commercials. Absolutely, absolutely, they will. Why wouldn't they? Because right. you're still. I mean, Peacock got twenty three million yeah. viewers. Well, and I saw um, uh, Buck Sexton and Clay Travis were arguing about this. That if you're going to charge a streaming service. 
with the other services where you can skip the commercials or the premium subscription for a streaming service where you can bypass the commercials completely, then you can't air commercials during a Peacock broadcast of a football game if people are charging for it to begin with. To which I would say, well, this is not like a movie or a TV show that you're binge-watching. You have timeouts in a sports broadcast. There's going to be dead air. Yeah. What are you going to do? And it's like, well, they can do live commercial reads. And I'm like, that's that's not going to happen. So uh, you're going to have to deal with it one way or the other, or just don't watch it. And then gripe about it on Twitter. Well, you said it, and it's we are uh, free. All you need is a car stereo, yep. radio, whatever you have. And patronize uh, our advertisers. The, uh, the, uh, the Odyssey app, uh, it's free to download. YouTube is free to sign up for. Anything you want to, you can hear us. Yeah, all we ask is that you patronize and appreciate our our, our advertisers because they're the ones that keep us free. That's correct. Without them, we are gone. Yeah, we are free, but we're not easy. Hell yeah, Dawn! <laughs> I'm a tough nut to crack. I don't know what that means. All right, nine thirty six. Let's get to uh, what's on the cut sheet, part B. What's on? What's on the what's on the country part new? Excuse me. What's on the country part new? Sponsored by United Tires. Hopefully, you have tires for tomorrow for the big snowstorm that's coming tomorrow. Big snowstorm. United Tire resolve to take care of your car this year at United Tire. From new tires to oil changes to state inspections and everything in between, let United Tire help you get there. Um, Get your new year in gear. Visit your locally owned United Tire or visit unitedtire.com. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by something. So just what? give me What's one second. No, 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 no. It's fine. No, take your time. Talk United Tire. United, United Tire. Tire. United Tire. Visit them. Make sure you have right tires. Uh, yeah, because the snow, they've changed it, by the way. 4 a.m. Yeah. It starts snowing tomorrow morning. Just oh, a heads just, up. Just right as I wake up. What time? 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, we start at... Um... <laughs> 6 a.m. There we go. Right. Just a heads up to our crew. <laughs> um, Remote tomorrow? We do the show from home? Everybody? No, no, no. We'll get here. Oh. The issue will be about by about 10 o'clock in the morning. It starts to go from, you know, being kind of light snow to pretty heavy snow. Why don't I just do the second half of the show as I drive home in my truck on the phone? I'll be like Jim oh Cantori on the Weather Channel. I'll just do it. I'll give updates mid-rant. Kale Cam. Yeah. Kale Cam. I Kale like Cam it. live. Um, you could do that for my show. We could do Kale Cam. Yeah, I'll do, you could give us like updates. I'll do call-ins. <laughs> yeah, I, I 10, would love 10, that. 30, 11, 11, 30. <laughs> How's seventy six? Oh, it's fine. Fine, a little Let's snowy. Not uh, so funny. Germantown Pike Dawn. It's it's getting the visibility is diminished. <laughs> Isn't that what they do on uh, local newscasts now? They yeah, have, they have a you know a. A camera that's mm-hmm. out in a yep. car. Like, look at it snowing here on DeKalb Pike. Yeah, yeah. we'll yep. do Kale Cam. Kale Cam. How's Route 70 in Cherry Hill there? <laughs> a lot of sellable features for this program. Yes. Just saying. Amen. <laughs> Kill Cam um, sponsored by. So uh, Donald Trump held a press conference yesterday after uh, coming out from the courtroom with what I understand was a very animated uh, 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 court proceeding. Uh, yesterday, he, he savaged the, dr- uh, the judge afterwards, calling him a nasty man. <laughs> this is. Excuse me, this is cut 13, Phil, go. Well, thank you very much. So, uh, as you know, uh, the First Lady's mother passed away. The funeral is tomorrow, and we would have assumed that for a trial like this, it's not an emergency in terms of timing. Uh, the judge would have been very nice and would let me go because I want to be at every trial day. 
because I saw what happened in the first one where I was asked not to go by the lawyers very much. They said, it, it's demeaning. There was no evidence. There was no anything. And so I didn't go. And I understood exactly what he meant when he said it was demeaning. There was no reason to go and you shouldn't go. And I decided on this one, same judge, same judge. He's a radical Trump hater. <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, I will go to all days. So what happened very terribly is we asked to just delay the trial for one day so I could go to the funeral tomorrow and then we could start Friday or Monday or any time they want. And he said, absolutely not. The trial will go on just as it is. You can go to the funeral or you can go to the trial, but you can't do both. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was terrible. So he would rather have me miss the funeral or go to the funeral, miss the trial. And that's a nasty man. He's a nasty judge. He's a Trump-hating guy. And uh, it's obvious to everybody in the court. It's a disgrace, frankly, what's happening. It's a disgrace. Happens to be a Clinton appointment, but I'm sure that has nothing to do with it. So that... <laughs> so is he, I'm assuming he's talking about Angamoron, correct? No, this is Kaplan. Oh. I know. It's like, who's on first? Right, like all right. these different I'm losing track judges. of judges. I know, right? I knew it wasn't Chutkin. Yeah, this is... So this is Judge Kaplan. Oh, this is for E. Jean In the Carroll. E. Jean Carroll case. Yes, okay. <laughs> and so he... They, you know, they requested this. I don't know. It Usually, if... I mean, if you have a sudden death of an immediate family member... Like this, yeah. It's not like he's saying, let you go to a funeral." My my buddy from high school passed away. It's like it's my mother-in-law, for God's sake. But I think they were arguing that he doesn't need to be there. He doesn't need to be at this trial, right? Because they're just determining damages, right? Yeah. What he but he wants to be there, and there's no there's no time constraints here. There's no uh, this doesn't have anything to do with like a calendar. Like they could easily. I mean, is it a big deal one way or the other? No, but it's like it just seems to be like a. Kind of a, a spiteful no, yeah. right? It feels vindictive. Yeah. Come on, dude. He also, uh, are you going to get into the courtroom stuff? He he also was, I guess he was talking to his lawyers. Mm-hmm. And the judge, I guess, didn't really hear what he was saying. And in court, where he was like whispering to his lawyers while the yeah. while E. Jean Carroll's attorneys were speaking. So they complained. Uh-huh. And then the judge kept admonishing him. So there was a lot of, you know, there yeah. was a lot of back and forth speaking of trump just got an update our buddy sean farage just sent me a text Uh oh he apologized he had an emergency trip to the vet this morning oh god don't tell me that he left his phone at home his cat was throwing up Uh, okay cat did not die okay good the cat was just uh puking good so maybe he could talk about his kitty cat tomorrow. Okay. In Aww. Trump tone. All right. So we'll see if we get him tomorrow. Pussy cat. So Aww. just make sure he can uh, come on with us tomorrow. Yep. Same time, same bad time, same bad channel. That's it's true. always, it, Fridays are better anyway. Yes. You're right. We're all shot out of a canton by nine o'clock anyway. Uh, D- Democratic Representative uh, J- Jasmine Crockett yesterday said that it is racist to send illegal immigrants to Democrat-run cities. <laughs> got it? Yo, yo I got it. Racist. Well, everything is. Uh, This is cut seven, Phil. Go. Republicans are yelling that states don't have the tools to help with migrants, but rather than work with Democrats, Republicans are targeting communities of color in Democratic cities like Chicago, New York, and Philadelphia. And while they say that it's about Democrat-run cities, I do want to point out another similarity that they have. These are cities that are run by African-Americans. So while I know that they love to pretend as if there are no racial undertones, it is just striking to me that we specifically are going after African-American run cities. And 
We talk about That's the mayor of New York. I, I don't know when I've ever seen so much bipartisanship and agreement out of the Republicans, but they continue to talk about what the mayor of New York has said. Very interesting, right? So if yes. if, if if you send, not that they're sanctuary cities, mm-hmm. it's that it's that it's right. they're they're African American. Yes, run. the the Greg Abbotts of the world have said, "Hey, get me." Uh, Get me the map of all the cities that claim to be sanctuary cities, and I want to specifically send these buses, not to just progressives, but make sure that they are run by African Americans. And you know what? Make it African American females, because I'm racist and sexist. It's funny to me, because for us, the poster person for uh, the the hell that's happened in this city was Mayor Kenny and uh, and Larry Krasner, two white guys. Straight, right. straight white cis Thank males. You. So it has nothing to do with race. No. It has to do with incompetence. And it has everything to do with the cities that opened up their big fat mouths and said, yes, we're open for business. We hate has no home here. We will welcome you. Oh, wait a minute. We're full. But you know what? So full, full doesn't really sell. But racist. All you have to do is claim. All you have to do is claim racism, and everybody's like, "Yeah, racist. Yeah, it's yeah. racist for them to look." Okay. Yep. When in doubt, just claim racism. Luckily, yeah. But I'm going to start doing. Seeing, uh, seeing the the great numbers of people that uh, that uh, are in favor of of you know closing the border, doing something about this. It's very bipartisan. Mm. I think something like 14 Democrats I saw. Uh, sided with uh, the Republicans on the border. Which is an interesting uh, switcheroo, isn't it? It is. I was told national security was racist as well. Well, on CNN, Nick, I know the other day you did a big take on uh, the illegal immigrants uh, closing uh, that school in Brooklyn, I think it was, or the Bronx, with with a mom that was ticked off. Brooklyn. Um, Somebody on CNN say that it's misleading to say that New York City closed schools for illegals because it was only for one day. Only (gasps) one day. This is this, right. listen to this logic. This is cut eight. Phil, go. Last week, as a big storm approached, they had a camp of undocumented immigrants, a couple thousand of them, living in tents. They were worried about the impact of the storm, so they moved them into a school and they had the students study from home for one day. Yes, this made a lot of parents angry. People complained about it, but the next day, the immigrants were back in the tents. And the students were back in the classroom. For him to imply somehow that the school was taken over and this was some sort of permanent situation is at very least misleading. Laura? Nobody, nobody, <laughs> said, nobody ever claimed it was permanent. In fact, we, we knew it was temporary. But one day is still the fact that we are putting the safety and welfare over illegal immigrants, over tax paying parents and children in schools. After the debacle of virtual schooling is, in the words of Don Stensland, it's a sin. sin. It is. And by the way, it was more than a day because the problem was that after the parents realized that 2,000 folks, you know, were sleeping all over the floors, they didn't want, they felt it was unhygienic. That was the term, right? Mm-hmm. So they felt that this was, they needed to clean everything and they don't know if people are vaccinated with things like measles. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're just saying no. Yeah. They never think it through, do they? They're always just worried about feelings. All right. That'll do it for what's on the cut sheet part. Do we'll come back, find out who on Twitter and YouTube today, as well as what's on tap for the Dawn show.
But what's on tap with the Piazza Auto Group? Well, they are ringing in the new year. As our friends from Piazza Premium Automobiles want to wish everyone a happy 2024. And in a day and age of downsizing, Piazza is doing the opposite because business is thriving. They're excited to welcome two new members to their family of dealerships, Infinity Ardmore and Maserati of the Main Line, both located on Lancaster Avenue. And you will find out some details that we are doing with Piazza next week. But right now, you're still going to receive the same first-class customer experience that you have come to expect from the Piazza Premium Automobile Group. And you can find your new or certified pre-owned Infiniti, Maserati, or how about luxury brands like Jaguar, Land Rover. I'm telling you, one day, I'm getting that Range Rover, baby. Mercedes-Benz, BMW, and more. Check them out online, PiazzaPremiumAutos.com, and tell them Nick sent you. It's Kale & Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app. Kaylee Company rolling on live here on this Thursday morning. The Dawn Show coming up in just about seven minutes. And we find out what she has lined up for 10 o'clock this morning. So there's right now the Mayorkas, um, you know, impeachment hearings continue. So there's a lot going on nationally, internationally, and for the show. So I'll update you off the top. Also, the National Weather Service just releasing the fact that the long wait for six inches may be over for us. Yes, looks like six inches of oh snow. God. Desperate times call for desperate oh, measures. That's right. Oh the long wait for six inches. You can't wait inches. forever, right? <laughs> so we have a lot of updates for you. Yeah. And we have at 10.05, we're going to talk to my friend Jennifer Stefano. She has a piece, her latest piece in the Inquirer, and uh, talking about Philadelphia's Mayor Sherelle Parker and what she needs to do as far as her truth, you are, I know. I know. Greg. Greg knows me so you're well. Very dirty. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I'm quoting the National Weather Service. You want to pound it? That's from a cooking show. Like a dry rub. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, yeah. that's right. And then eleven. Uh, our friend Anthony Hannon of the Center Square. So a lot of state news, and so we'll zoom out. Look at the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in particular. But we seriously, we are watching these snow totals mm. because uh, Philadelphia now they're they're increasing the numbers. So there and there are all kinds of National Weather Service Bucks County, for example. They're saying could get it looks like five inches. Whoa, plus. five wow. inches, Bucks County. What, what will we do, folks? I know. I wonder if the criminals will get the memo. Like, hey, uh, bad weather coming. Let's pause the uh, the shootings and the stabbings for a day. Maybe like a Philadelphia ceasefire. Due to inclement weather. <laughs> we can get back to scheduled programming the next day. The uh, timing matters. It does. So we're watching this. All right. Dawn Show coming up in five minutes as we wrap up today with Who Won Twitter Today? Who Won Twitter? Santa, our buddy Santa on Twitter. He says, uh, I'm on a spirit flight to AC. Glad they have Wi-Fi so I can listen to 1210 WPHD. He, he does say when you die, if you see spirit... If you see a spirit plane waiting, you're probably going to hell. I'm sure Satan flies folks to hell on Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Wait, he's taking a flight to AC? Yeah. Who flies from Philly well, to AC? No, I don't think he's in Philly. I think I think Papa Santo is in is in Florida, maybe. Oh, okay. Oh. He's a longtime listener. Gotcha. Longtime fan of the show. Okay. Um, I've met him a few times. Very nice guy. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm like, I ride a bike to Atlantic City 65 miles. This guy's flying. Yeah, his whole family <laughs> listens. Like, he's a great guy. Awesome. Uh... Pretzel Time on YouTube says, I love how the two men crack up like 12-year-old boys at six inches because I did the same thing. <laughs> Mustard. Of uh, snow. Howard Levin uh, says, we started 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we wait. The alarm goes off at four. Yeah. We don't start making the donuts until six. Um, no, 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 meaning the um, the snow tomorrow is yeah. going to start at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. But light, we'll make it in fine. You know, I, 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 feel like, uh, I feel like I have a little bit of COVID coming on, Greg. I, <laughs> I should probably uh, quarantine. I'll see you guys Carl, Monday. Carl Mayer says, good show. Once Greg went right, Nick went left, the show picked up. So <laughs> we're back to... Uh, hey, the, box placement matters. I we're, love it. We're back to the three screen, uh, the three person screen with Nick on the left in the power seat. Okay. <laughs> I love and it. me... It, trailing up the rear yep <laughs> that's one way to put it <laughs> all right that'll do it for us we're going to get out of here before we get in trouble we'll let dawn take over the ship uh she's coming up in four minutes everybody have a great rest of your thursday we will see you tomorrow and don't forget sean farage tomorrow at nine o'clock we start at six o'clock and in the words of the great senator john fetterman good night everybody start your day with kale and company weekday morning six till ten on talk radio 1210 wpht and the free odyssey app